Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and I'm here with... Will. I'm Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. How are you? Um, You're... That's that's where I'm at. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just quiet. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm good. Ugh. Okay, great. Yep. It's a nice you, sweater you got on. Is anybody else really tired today? Yeah, I am tired. You look exhausted, kind of. Okay, people look at me in my face, and they're always like... Your, your face just says exhausted. It's because he's growing a beard. It's your eyes. I think it's it is. The, I, I the, am tired. Your eyes Five look puffy like mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I've been I've been sleepy. So part of it is like I'm really excited for a uh, homeschool Are you? break. For <laughs> oh homeschool yeah. Break. Okay. Yeah. Like it's coming up, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait yeah. to like not do school for two weeks. Yeah, it'll be nice, uh-huh. won't it? Hey, we're yeah, doing a two week break too. That's what's yeah. kicking my butt right now. At the right Basham now. Academy. Man, at the Basham Academy. Yeah. Two week break. Ugh, I don't feel tired at all today. I feel yeah. ready to Bet you haven't talk done about today stuff. Either. And I've done a lot today, Heather. Thank you very much. With your children in school? No. Yeah. Exactly. I haven't done anything with my children today. <laughs> okay, well, Jeremy and I are rolling here oh, man. after just teaching our kids for the day and trying to connect calls and making your kids do 25 iReady stories because they keep getting yeah. 63 in it. And then and trying to like, teach kids virtually online. It's a joke. And then I had to be in a meeting and my kid's sitting there like, Mom, help me write a sentence. Help yeah. me write a sentence. Uh, Heather, could you report on Boone County? Uh, excuse me, ma'am. I'm trying to <laughs> no. virtual I'm trying to help my child here. Yeah. So so twenty twenty is like the year of multitasking. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to teach a class and, and Matt is like, Daddy, 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 daddy. And like he just won't stop my I am doing like all the like yeah. hand motions, like stop, yeah. stop, just go away, go away, go away. Like he can't. Uh, all he wants, he wants to know if he can have a package of nerds. For real, I mean, and I'm like, something must be wrong because you don't. You're not getting it. And he's like, can I have, can I have some nerds? <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> no. And I, I'm trying to mute the computer, like yell at him. This is a mess. Um, I'm muted Benjamin's speech teacher one time. Yeah. Like to mute us to like threaten us <laughs> off, and I was like, if you don't quit. Well, I think I was muting. So and she could still hear you. No, thankfully oh. she. <laughs> no, that did happen one time. I was on an interview with a newspaper in Boone County. Yeah. And Benjamin threw a rain boot at me. He was like three, okay? Yeah. But still, he threw a rain boot at me. But he's like we cussing at him. You started no, cussing he, at him. No. Yeah. I was like, sir, could you hold on? And I thought I muted the phone. And I like <laughs> screaming and cavit. And he's That's like, funny. okay, Mrs. Cook. Now, now that you've yelled at your child. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I, I, I felt like I was trying to like mute it. And I kept like double clicking it, which made, it just sounded like I was like like cussing. Like it was like like censoring me out. I was like, like yeah. in and out. It was like going in and out, so that's what it yeah. probably sounded like. Yeah, man, I was, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I'm, I did that drained me. That drained me. And you then, guys need need a little bit of, a little love and grace today. It sounds like we do. Yeah, coffee, caffeine. Yeah, did you you, did you bring me anything? A little something, a little stronger. No, I didn't bring you later. Anything. Oh, well, what are you drinking? Uh, Dr Pepper. What? <clears throat> Twenty three. Where'd you get that from? Wonderful, authentic flavors blended. Where'd you get it from? I got it from you. Thank oh, you, sir. You did? I love that in your exhaustion, you still push forward to care for other people. <laughs> he does. It's very he nice brought us all a drink today. I brought everyone a drink today. Even So, yeah. I was actually a half hour early for recording this. <laughs> you were. You um, were so excited. I got the time wrong. You were not on time. Which is better than being a half hour late. Um, so, so, I came here really early. And I thought to myself, I should run by sheets and then like see if anybody wants anything. I was going to ask somebody to run by sheets, but I was like, no, you're the one running light. Yeah, you're the but one dragging today. Like, I, it was like the Holy Spirit told me that Jeremy was going to do this. 
I just I, I felt very confident. You sent me a text begging me to go get you a Dr Pepper. It wasn't no, always spirit. No, I didn't. No. I was just like I just knew. I was like Jeremy's gonna come through today. I, I believe oh in him. Oh gosh! All right, so we're going to um, we're gonna be talking about a few different things today. But first, I need to tell you all, I have been avoiding some of your advice on a te- on a Obviously. show for a while. Yeah. Um, I think that you actually told me about it last December. And yeah. we so Jason and I finally binge watched The Chosen. Oh my gosh. We, it's about time. Oh my gosh. It's good. It's, a, it? it's amazing. So good. Jeremy still hasn't watched like, it. He's crazy, just like he's crazy no, good. Um it's we're super it. excited about the second season whenever Did you it's coming season out. One? Yeah. I knew you started. We watched oh, it in two days. It. Like Oh Listen, gosh, yeah. It I've was been. so good. So I, I loved it so much. You know where it says like give to the second season? Yeah. yeah. I clicked on it. I didn't give, but I got Yeah, close. but you like thought you about close. it. I clicked on it. <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah, we probably will actually have. Co- I mean, it's that good. Season two's coming soon. We watched They're the Christmas. Did you all like watch Easter. the Christmas uh, no, special? I didn't, I didn't watch the Christmas one. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't like that. Christmas. It wasn't that great. Uh, it wasn't as good as others, but it was okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they're putting yeah. all their all their heavy heavy yeah. artillery into oh gosh the yeah i mean in, in every episode and i'm just like oh gosh here it comes because you hear that woman and we it's so powerful. jason and i are old and we have to have subtitles on <laughs> oh my gosh to hear, really watch to them hear with things you just read it well i am i can't see very well so if i can see the words you know i can't really see their words so i like see, watching some subtitles <laughs> yeah i hate having subtitles on because i don't see anything that goes on like i literally no. just see the bottom part of the screen I don't. I don't like. I'm not able to look at the subtitles and what's happening. Well, I'm sorry. We all can't be like you, but I can't see. Yeah. And I have to be able to hear what they're saying, or it doesn't matter. And and when I hear when I see woman vocalizing, I'm like, oh gosh, here it comes. Something big. <laughs> Something's about to happen. Um. So yeah, it was really good. Um. Uh, hopefully, um. Any of our listeners who haven't who haven't watched it, it's a really good, um, really good show. Yeah, just it, download the chosen app. Yeah, and you download the chosen. It. Yeah, and you binge it. You can cast it on your. We we kind of cast it on your TV screen. Um, Jason kept messing it up because he kept pausing it and everything. But um, it pretty amazing. It um, gives a Didn't beautiful. Didn't make y'all cry. Oh, so I'm not a crier when I watch stuff. I'm not either usually, but it made me cry. It it, it got me teared up like from the very first episode, like all the way through, in every single one of them. Um, I won't speak for Jason. Um, <laughs> Jason but, wept. I know he did. No, he did. He cried like Jason, a girl. I mean, like a like an emotional like, person. Like 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 a man. Like Jesus wept. Yes, exactly like that. It was beautiful. It really was a beautiful. Um, His weeping or the show? <laughs> not hmm. the show. Does he have a weird cry? No, when I just... cry, my shoulders shake violently. <laughs> oh gosh! I don't know what it is. Like I kind of you about shook me off the couch for sitting on when you did that. I'm telling you, down. I don't like. I I don't mind. I don't mind crying. I don't want to cry in front of people, not because I'm ashamed of crying, but because like, you're I an have, ugly cry. I'm an, oh my gosh! It's a. You know, you're like that viral video where he's like, ah, but my shoulders are shaking. It's just crazy. When I was in high school, um, somebody close to me died, a lady from our church. And um, it was the day after prom, and I went to her viewing. And the assistant pastor at my church told me that I was an ugly crier. After, like, after oh, I like, passed That is the most insensitive thing to <laughs> like, say. Like, you know how you're doing wow. like the viewing? Like, you hug the yeah. family and everything. You view the body, oh, and then like no. the preacher's there to like shake your hand. Yeah. Like, I was hugging him, and he's like, you're too pretty to be that ugly of a crier. And I'm like, oh, I kind of get that. Yeah, that was. No, I don't get this no, at all. As people I was like, what the I heck? know what he meant. I'm so sorry. 
I'm Your so ugly cry, girl. Oh my goodness, you should never do that in public. <laughs> oh. No, I put like that face away. Yeah, I gave him the benefit of the doubt there. What? What? Well, how? Why is that all appropriate? He was just saying, I hate to see that you're crying. See that, that? You're, that you're grieving that much. No, it's like the you're too it's like pretty. The Logan County way. Too to pretty be that to cry that way. Sorry, I think I got so excited I spit on Jeremy just now. Hopefully, I don't. I don't I, I'm, give I'm you germs. The, I know. Yes, it's okay plexiglass okay so uh yeah so i i'm not i don't cry i don't like to cry in front of people either yeah, not, i guess not after that i can't control facial um how my face is well all that to so. say watch the chosen so good guys so good it is um if you're an ugly if you're an ugly crier watch it alone, watch it alone. Yourself, yes. <laughs> put your mask on <laughs> so uh christmas merry christmas merry christmas it's christmas Cause? It is. Is this the Christmas? Podcast? This is Christmas Day. Yeah, this is. Oh, Merry Christmas! This is being. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was uh, another day. Oh, yeah. No, this it's not. Is our... It's not Christmas, but it's yeah, this... the Christmas season. Okay. It is, yeah. I'll okay. just say uh, Merry when is Christmas. this being released? You I'm very say... confused. I feel like I'm like out of the loop on this. This Friday. Yeah. This week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it's we're... not releasing on Christmas. I was just messing. Oh, with okay. You. I didn't... We're not going to have any release stuff. on Christmas. The point is that. Um, the point is that. It's the Christmas season. Oh, can I try all that again? And you can say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, Jeremy. goodness. What a great season. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Christmas. What's the worst Christmas gift <laughs> you've ever received? Oh, my gosh. My brother. Oh, Jesus. Wow. I'm kidding. Wow. Yeah, I'm kidding. I, he was born first. I have an older brother. No, the worst one my I've brother. got. Uh, the, the worst one I've got was it was this. Uh, my parents had gotten back from from Turkey, um, and they had bought this book for me, and it, it was and it was like a kid's book, and it, and you opened it up and inside it came, it was this flat piece of leather and it was a it was a donkey, and there was this old man on the donkey, and it was just like you shriveled old man on this on this really <laughs> I'm so on this leather right donkey. I'm, I'm, I'm listen. I'm, just, I'm telling you what it was. This is, this is why it's the worst Christmas present I ever got. And I looked <laughs> I at so this and he's like, this is a, this is a. A story about this old man whose leather donkey comes to life, and he's grumpy. He's a horrible person. They said we saw this, and we just thought of you. Oh no! <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." Your old leather Th- grumpy you. donkey, <laughs> like the leather man donkey. Only you, only you know they wanted to call you the other word for donkey, I, I, right? I, and they said it with a so smile. So your parents did that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm. I'm sorry that happened. If, if I could find it, I would give it as a white elephant gift. That's what, like that's that would be a great. Most white of what they gift. give me, I give away to white elephant gifts. Yeah, <laughs> we won't say on air what the other things were. Heirlooms. Yeah. yeah, we saw some of that. Yeah, I think my worst Christmas gift ended up being my best Christmas gift. Uh, when I was oh, a, this is this is wait, this, this is, is great. Little, You're gonna love this. Am I? This when I was like, a kid, when I was a kid, oh. I wanted a uh, I wanted a Game Boy collar. You remember yeah. Game Boy? Yeah. So old school Game Boy, you had to actually have a light. Like mm-hmm. you had the attachment that like flipped over, it lit up the screen. Well, then they backlit it, and you could get a Game Boy Collar. It was a big deal. You remember this, Jeremy? No. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. No. It was a big deal. Okay. So I wanted it. And, He's not older enough. You know, my parents spent X amount of dollars on <laughs> me for Christmas or whatever, and so I requested that for Christmas, and I, you know, thought I was going to get it. And so I, Christmas morning comes, open up all my gifts, and I got like some clothes and some socks and stuff. And I got um, the only like non uh clothing type gift I got was a puzzle, and I was just like, "Well, that kind of sucks." I kind of wanted a Game Boy, but I got a puzzle. But you know, whatever. I'm not going to be a jerk about it. So I like, thanked my parents and stuff. And so like weeks go by, and um, my mom asked me, she's like, "Hey, you've been enjoying your Christmas present?" No, <laughs> oh, and I'm like, 
Yeah, I love all my Christmas gifts, Mom. I'm like trying to be sweet and that stuff. Puzzle's the best. The puzzle was not a puzzle. She put uh, the Game Boy and like multiple games for it and stuff no, in a puzzle she box because she didn't have a box to wrap it. That's And great. I thought I got a puzzle and Dude. I let it sit for like right, three weeks right. in my room, four weeks, that. like a, like a month almost. That's amazing. Past yeah, so we're like January is almost over and I realize I have the Game Boy I wanted. <laughs> I'm like so pumped. That's that is that is phenomenal. Yeah, you're right. I do love that story. It was it was a great. I wanted experience. to do this, and my mom thought it was hilarious, but she was also like really grateful for me. She was like, "You're so sweet because you didn't like get mad." I'm like, "What was I gonna say? Like, how dare you get me a puzzle?" Wait, so so you <laughs> like they waited weeks to <laughs> yeah. tell you? That's the, that that's my favorite part. <laughs> that is my favorite I, part. I, gave, I, gave, I, I, gave, I was I was older. I was like in junior high. I might have been in high school actually. So wow. I may have been early high school or something like that. But I was older. And so it was like, my, my point is like, I was independent enough to like have my own yeah. space in my room. They kind of let me do my thing. And yeah. I, I think, I think they just thought I was like hanging out in my room playing Game Boy, Probably. <laughs> but I didn't want to work a puzzle. I've never really liked puzzles. <laughs> so, so I gave Claire a, a potato one time and that's what it reminds me of, but I could never wait weeks to be like, actually look in the potato. Like, right. You know, like, no, she didn't do it to like trick me. That wasn't the point. It she, was just she just needed a box to. What put do you the mean, stuff look in. in the potato? Like you made her. I don't know. I mean, just saying, like, there's a box. Look in the box or something. Yeah, it wasn't it, like, like a trick. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you thought it was a puzzle, and it's actually no. It was like she just needed a box. She didn't think in a million years that I would think I got a puzzle. So she That's thought amazing. when you looked at it that, that you would just like, automatically oh, open it. Thanks. Yeah. Like, right. That I would open it in my room or something. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. had two other they had two other kids, so right. like yeah, she's not paying attention a to what. Morning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's hilarious. amazing. That's that's yeah. good. So I don't shout I don't, out to Kathy. Yeah, though. great great job, Kathy. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever gotten a bad Christmas gift. I tried to I've tried to think about it. Um, Jason got me a Joel Olstein book one time as a joke. Um, before we were married, I should have known that. Way to go, Jason. Um, I think probably the one thing that's probably, so I love, I like when people, so when people ask me, Hey, what do you want for Christmas? I'm usually like a new sweater. Cause I love sweaters. I love to, I love to layer and everything. But the one thing, my dad is really bad about picking out clothes for me. And he usually likes, he usually gets clothes that are way too small. Um, and then it's like, what do you do with that? Like, yeah. do you take that back? Do you? Yeah, you take it back. I usually have no to regift it because. Oh, I I usually take most of the things back that he gives. Now he just gives cash because yeah. I've just said stop, right. please stop with the with the gift giving. Just yeah. give us your money and that'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we do. But so, no. do you, are you a good gift giver? I like to think that I am. Yeah, yeah. I know you're not. I'm not. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I've I've, I've got. I, I acknowledge that I'm that I'm bad at it. Yeah. So, so usually what I do, like, especially for Jason, um, you know, we'll talk throughout the year, like, oh my gosh, that would be awesome to have. So there are a few things, like probably at least three things that I know that he would really like to have one day. Yeah. Like it'd probably like blow his mind to get it. Um, but they're kind of expensive. So like we, we kind of like set the boundaries, um, the parameters like for, uh, Christmas and birthdays and stuff, and we right. try to work around those. So I have some gift ideas like right now in store for him, but we know what the other one likes, so we kind of go off that. Do you know how I know you're a bad gift giver? <laughs> Gosh, how? Because I've never received anything from you. Aww. That's how I know. That's how I know. I've never gotten a gift, not not a one. I not got one, you. Will. I got you a Starbucks drink like last week. That's not. That's not. That's not a gift. That's just something friends do. No, that's a gift because you I... you never gotten me a gift. I had to me? order it like an almond well, I, milk you, thing. You're going to get it this year. Okay. Yeah. I, I got I got you a gift. I got you a gift. I'm very excited about it. 
Oh, great. We can't wait. Well, yeah, I got you a gift, too. No, you didn't. Obviously. You, no. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, no, I, I. You're going to love it. I'm, I'm, I have gotten better with gift giving than when I used to be. I well, used to think everyone wanted an incense burner, but that's not the case. Actually, uh, it's the opposite. Nobody wants no, that. Yeah, nobody I, wants I, I, that. I, I love incense burners. What's no like the old incense burners? Yeah. So I, the first gift I got Julie was this incense burner. No, had like a big you did. Yeah, I did. That's terrible. all. My friends had an incense burner. I thought she wanted. Does an she burner. like? Does she tell you what she wants now, or like give you a gift list? Yeah, I know what she wants. She wants to love it. Okay. <laughs> okay, Antonio. <laughs> okay, Antonio. Okay, Antonio. Rain that in a little bit. Settle down. <laughs> Y'all, we I've said it before. Just pray for Julie, as she. Uh, I am the gift. I am the gift. Oh gosh, I just had. Have you seen this? I wish our listeners could see Baker's reaction. Baker just fell out on the floor. Said, I mean, Baker just passed out with laughter. <laughs> you know what I am? I am her Boaz. Are you? Oh, are you? No, but let's talk about Boaz. <laughs> Boaz. Yesterday, um, what a great fella. We went mm-hmm. over Ruth chapter two. Where Ruth meets Bazo. That's what some people want. That's his clown alias. Bazo. Bazo the clown. Oh, jeez. Where Ruth meets Boaz. Um, so let's talk a little bit about it. Um, Ruth comes with Naomi after her husband has died. Um, they're pretty much homeless, pr- poor. They don't have anything to eat. Um she goes to glean in Boaz's field. Boaz comes back, asks the people about her. They, he tells her, tells them, let her glean as much as she wants. So, let her take as much as she wants. The good stuff too. The good stuff. Too. <laughs> the good stuff too. <laughs> so, um, so I think uh, one of the things that I um, that I really enjoyed about. Um, What's that guy's name that preached yesterday? Randy. Um, we, had, we had several of them. <laughs> several, I know. I, I was going to say Jesse, and Jesse is not one of them, believe it or not. No, we didn't have um, Jesse Randy preached. preached yesterday at the Milton campus in person um, at the 11 o'clock. And um, one of the things that I really loved what he said, um, he was just talking about how um, he was you know, kind of comparing Boaz and Ruth and to our connection with Jesus. You know, Ruth and Naomi both needed a redeemer. They need like they needed somebody to step in mm-hmm. and save them, um, and I love that. Um, you know, I think I told you this last week. Like I love, and I know it's something that you should look at in, in every way. But I love how this story is just tying um, tying Ruth's story into into um, connecting it back to Jesus and in the way that we need Him. So, um, is Boaz an honorable man? Let's just jump into the questions. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's a very honorable man. Um, he's he's called in chapter two um, a worthy man. Uh, actually, the beginning of the of the chapter kind of outlines who Boaz is as it introduces his character, and he's introduced as a worthy man. Um, I think I think furthermore with that <clears throat> now now similar to what we've said with like you know, the apostles or Mary or any of the things we've talked about on the podcast. Of course, that doesn't mean he's a sinless man. It doesn't mean he's perfect. Um, But it does mean that he um, generally is obedient to to the Lord. And um, I think think furthermore than the Bible just saying he was a worthy man, I think he shows it. So it it shows that he's a worthy man um, in a couple of ways. He says that, um, he says that, you know, he's going to protect, he's going to protect 
Ruth. So he says, hey, I'm going to charge all the other young men to, you know, stay away from you and not put their hands on you, those types of things. And he's, he's going to be um, super honorable and respectful with Ruth. And so I think that's a good thing you see. Um, this is getting into Chapter 3 a little bit, but, you know, I think he treats Ruth with respect and honor even at the threshing floor, um, that midnight rendezvous they have. Um, I think could be a setting for some sin. I think we'll uh, be jumping the gun until next week. I know week's we're sermon. jumping yeah. the gun, but I, I, all I have to say, I think I think Spoiler Boaz alert. deals very respectably with with Ruth when he when he was in a position to take advantage over. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Jeremy, I, I agree. No, I agree thoughts? with all that. I like that. And <laughs> well, I, and I think even beyond just showing her respect, he he goes beyond that. Yeah, um, I think so. He did something he didn't necessarily so he, have to he do. He gives her more food than what she can pick up mm-hmm. on her own. Um, so he doesn't just say, yeah, yeah, let her glean, don't, don't assault her. He, he says, Hey, give her, give her the good stuff. And then he brings her to his table, right? Like, so they share a meal together and, um, and he didn't have to do any of that. So I, I I think he goes above and beyond. I love the shadow between, between Boaz, Jesus, and and then us being the bride of Christ, kind of that, that broken Mm -hmm. destitute being brought to the table. Yeah. I think it's in verse 14 where. You, you like dip your bread. I, I think of communion. Dip your yeah. bread in the, in yeah. the wine, right? Dip yeah. your morsel in the wine. So I, I, I love this, this, this kind of shadow of things to come. Yeah, and I think that's important when we look at sermons like this. Like, so it's a narrative, right? Um, so when you look at narrative in the Bible, um, you, you kind of got to dig a little bit deeper to see what, what theological principles are at play because it's not written just like doctrinal teaching. Yeah. But when you see that, um, you, I think you use proper theology to kind of drill down and see um, – what, what are we to glean, uh, pun intended, glean from this text, theologically speaking? What are we to pick up and apply to our hearts? And um, being in the, in the New Covenant, you know, on, the, on this side of the resurrection, I think we do see that we're supposed to, um, we're supposed to see provision from God yeah. in this. We're supposed to see, you know, that we are welcome to the table and, um, and that we are the bride that, that is lovingly cared for by Christ. Okay, so what uh, does does the practice of gleaning teach? What does the practice of gleaning teach about how to treat the impoverished? Yeah, I'm curious. Do you, do you think there's any like, um, you think there's anything to this? Like, I love that in like. So we we had a conversation with someone recently that talked about there not being law for the poor, mm-hmm. or, or there, you know, there was the poor went under. There was no mandate for Israel to take care of the poor. Um, but this is an example of that, isn't it? Yeah, I would. Yeah, so. I think I think the uh, the claim that there was no mandate to take care of the poor is just wrong. I, yeah. I mean, uh, this is built into the law. So when Boaz's servants are leaving behind things when they're when they're gleaning, they're not being or when they're harvesting, they're not being careless, right? Um, and they're they're not doing it by accident either. They're doing it because they were told to. They're doing it, but yeah, right, because they're fulfilling and, God's law. Yeah. That's how you were supposed to harvest in Israel, yeah. and Israel was unique in this. Um, right. This wasn't this wasn't a practice in the nations around them. Israel was unique in this that anyone was welcome um, in any field to come and pick up the leftovers, and you were you were supposed to intentionally leave behind leftovers for uh, for the poor. So I want to I want to go down a rabbit trail real quick. So what what is All right. what uh-huh. is our Surprise responsibility? <laughs> no, I'm saying if, if God's law. Tells us that we should take care of the poor, at least in, in the Old Testament Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, as as Israel now, right? We are God's people. Mm-hmm. Do we have an obligation to do that? And or and does it just stop with our neighbors? What about what our brothers and sisters across the seas who who are deeply impoverished? I think we have an obligation to. Yeah. 
Um, I, so the New Testament gives a little bit of light to it. It says yeah, that we care for those um, who are in need, and it says especially those who are of the household of faith. Yeah. So we're to give a priority to those who are honoring God. So the people who were gleaning in the fields were supposed to honor God's law as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the people who received the benefit were also to live by God's law. And so in the New Testament, we uh, give a priority of benevolence and help and assistance to those who follow God's law. That's why the New Testament says, especially those who are of the household of faith. And so we, yeah, like if somebody in our church is, is in need or impoverished and, and they, you know, make the church aware of it, church writes a check, right? We take, we take care of the need. God's people, um, the tithes and offerings that God's people have given, that's what that's there for. Yeah. So we take care of that. Um, and then I think as we're able, we go beyond that. So even outside the household of faith, I think as much as we are able to, we try to help other people too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you my, sorry, I'm a little distracted because I think my kids are knocking at the door. <laughs> I think we have a guest. Somebody's <laughs> knocking at your door. Uh, so, yeah, my kids are here with me at the church today. Hey, so guys. they are... Uh, hey, boy. Yeah. Trying to get some nerds or something? <laughs> <laughs> we need help with the computer. Okay, just tell her I'll be there in a minute. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> so so the reason... So this is, this is difficult, right? Because... Um, so I, I really believe I love the idea of the local church. Okay, so I'm I'm not against individuals helping the, the impoverished, obviously. Right. Um, but I love it when it's done through the local church rather through an individual. And and I, part partly I don't know why necessarily. I think part of it is it is it is easier to see. It becomes less about the individual and it becomes more about the mm-hmm. the not not one person but Jesus. When people think of the church, they think of Jesus. Christ. Christ, right, and so that's something that that I, I love about um, about our church and what we do. A lot of, I mean, because I man, especially well, as, time of year. as pastors, well, especially yeah, wintertime, there's yeah. a lot more need. But um, as pastors, we get to be kind of on the front lines. It's one of the privileges of our job to, right. when we give assistance. So, like when we give money to people to, you know, pay rent. Um, actually, this morning I gave a, a check to someone that's going to pay their rent, and like to so the joy of giving that. Um, it's met with thankfulness. Hey, thank you so much. But I get to look back at that and be like, hey, um, this is the church. It's not like, you're welcome. I came to your right. rescue. Right. Now, I, I contributed to that. Like, I gave some of my money to that pool too. But um, but I think it's so much stronger of a testimony to say the people of God are here for you. Right. Right. And, and, it, and it points people to Jesus your, more. Your church family versus, yeah, just me. Right. right. Exactly. I can see where that would be kind of opposite to, like, for people who um, are not a part of the church, um, who are not believers. Um, they would, they may be less likely to take from the church than an individual just because, um, I mean, I'm sure you all are familiar with a church that's probably done it just to kind of boast and brags about the things they've done. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> excuse me, I, I could see where that would kind of... yeah. Yeah, I always feel weird about that when it, when it's benevolence type of stuff and it's promoted as like, um, hey, look what we did. Yeah, right. yeah, I, I, it, yeah, that, that always makes me a little. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't like that. It's like, kind of the unsung thing. I mean, like, so the members of New Heights know, um, at least you know, through annual meetings and financial right. reports, yeah. what we give away and stuff. But like, a lot of times it's just like an unsung charity, you know, that's that's done and. Um, but I'm, even when we help people outside of the faith, non-Christians, when we help non-Christians, 
um, I always tell them like, Hey, like we invite you and you, we'd love to see you be a part of this family and, and we'll do everything we can to help you with every need that ever comes up in your life. If yeah. you're, if you're, you know, honoring the Lord with the way you live. Yeah, that's good. So there, there was, there was a question that someone um, asked me and I said that we would discuss it on here. I'm curious what you all think. I know this is, a, again, it has a little bit, maybe uh, the reason it came up had to do with your sermon in week one. Um, with oh Naomi, with, yeah, with with, with Naomi, Naomi, cool. Na- golly, what's wrong Naoma. with me? Yeah, Naomi's. Nay, call her Nay. Good question. Is it is it ever okay to be angry at God? Is it ever is it ever not sinful? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, let's talk about that. I think I think you can be angry with God, um, but not in an unrepentant anger. Does that make sense? Yeah. So so you can you can does. not like what He does. That's okay. I, I I've had many times in my life where where I don't like what God what God makes happen or yeah. what He accomplishes. I'm just I'm like in my flesh I don't like that. But um but I think it's not okay for me to remain in an unrepentant state. Yeah. In that anger, and I think that's that seemingly from from the text in chapter one. That's seemingly where Naomi is. So when, when she's kind of just remaining in that. When you say an unrepentant state, so that sounds like. You're repenting from your anger, like it's wrong, though. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. So I don't mean um, just repenting from the anger. I meant, um, I meant in a in a place of of holding a grudge against okay. God. Yeah, I got you. I got you. If if, if that if that yeah, makes sense, that, I think because it, it's it okay for it's it's not sinful for me to get mad at you. Yeah, if, that's if you that's do true. something, you know, like a jerk move, you know, I'm going to get mad at you. Okay, so so there's, happens all the time. Right, actually, so anger is not a bad thing, right? There's, right. <laughs> there's right. But if anger. but if I let that come between our relationship to yeah. where to where I can't walk with you as a brother or give you love or the benefit of the doubt and assume the best in you, then it's sinful. Okay, it's, but so I'm playing devil's advocate. Of course oh, of you course. are. So here's this is why I get so mad at you so, all the time. So here's, here's what I'm saying: to say I'm I'm going to have righteous anger that means non-sinful anger against god um would be that i'm that i'm i'm understandably and should be angry at something god has done and though at face value when asked the question my thought is yes as i sit with it a little bit more i'm like i i struggle with with the idea of okay so i i, I naturally go back because like, righteous anger is a result of injustice right basically and so, yeah, yeah at least that's where my mind naturally goes now but like let's let's go to tragedy right so mm-hmm. like um like i could i have a I, don't, I wouldn't want to even call it a righteous maybe a justifiable anger that my like my mom was taken yeah right like i'm that i'm i'm angry at it um but Maybe at the situation, but is that is that at God? Is it like God? Why are you putting the situation here? Why are you doing this? So I think you can be I think you can be frustrated and angry that God allowed that to happen, without directing yeah okay sinful right. anger toward God for right. making it happen. And and I know there's a, only a slight difference, but yeah. I believe there is a difference. It's a fine line, right? Saying I, it is God, I don't line. I don't I don't like that you're doing this. I, I don't. Right. But like under, there's a part of you that understands it has to be done mm-hmm. for for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and I think it was that's a really good question. I, I think yeah, no, that it's a great a question. question. I think that's where Naomi finds herself. Is um, I think I think she leans a little bit too more on the bitter side. Yeah, and um, and I, I, you know I think especially when she returns home and she's like, oh, don't call me Naomi, call me bitter. You know, yeah. like just remaining in that state. I think is, yeah, is you, where it's you would have thought that Naomi would have been thankful to be home, to yeah, be around right. people that she, you know just kind of like you know you all know when you've been in this long terrible car ride. 
from coming home from vacation <laughs> and you get home and everybody gets out of the car and you're just like <sighs> yeah and that's the opposite of and she doesn't have to be cheery she doesn't have to be like no. mary poppins coming back be into relieved, bethlehem yeah but um but yeah i she think she has lost a lot i mean she's not only lost right. a husband she's lost her two sons so I like mean, her frustration depression and all those things are very justifiable yeah, yeah. um what's inexcusable is her willingness to send two lost right. women back into paganism? Yeah, right. Like that's that's sinful. That's a sinful action. Um, so, so yeah, I think um, yeah, Naomi's an inter- interesting character. Well, in, in the whole story of of even um, Naomi's side of it, right? Especially this year, like when, and I think the reason that's why I was asked because it's such a, it's such a weird, difficult year. Mm-hmm. And people have lost a lot, whether it's jobs or loved ones or whatever it is. And to say, yeah, like this, this is this is man, this is a really frustrating, painful year. Like, like, do I have to kind of not? And I've, I've seen this a lot in counseling. People people struggle with that idea of like, yeah, as a Christian, I'm allowed to be angry. I'm allowed to be right. sad. I'm allowed to do these things. And so sometimes it's it's nice to be like, yeah, you you are allowed to be angry. Um, but here's that here's that fine line. And that's right? why I think Israel. Um had avenues for those emotions yes. to be expressed. Oh, absolutely. And I think as the church, we, we should do that. Um, we should go back to the dressing in black until you're, uh, like, while you're lamenting. I, I We're going to do that. Let's would, do a... Let's, I would say in black for years. Let's have a liturgy of <laughs> lament. I'm still but lamenting. I, what should? are you talking about? We're going we're gonna to do that. Let's okay, do it. Okay, so I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm going to pick a date. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it in remembrance of 2020. Okay. In uh, the first Sunday in January, is that the yeah. third? Yeah, January third. Yeah. Okay, let's do it yeah. that night. Yeah, let's do it at six thirty. I like it. Let's have uh, Paul Bokel come come preach. Hold on. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Oh, he said he would. All right, let's do that. We're gonna have a. <laughs> yeah, there's like what? What just happened? <laughs> we just planned a, an opportunity yeah. to express healthy lament and sadness and maybe even anger. Because that's it should. That it is should. a. Those are healthy emotions to express. And we're gonna we're gonna do it in prayer and respect and love. And you know what? The fact is, even if you're like, "Why am I lamenting? Nothing bad happened to me." Thinking there are a lot of people who who are hurting, you should your heart should break for them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Weep as they weep. They, as, well, this as has been invited a very to, interesting. You're invited to episode. come to that. I don't even know what just happened. I'm just. <laughs> we just planned a. Just we just planned a service. Great episode, guys. Um, come, join us next week. We'll be covering Ruth chapter three. Um, next week we're actually going to uh, die a lot. Next week we're going to be taking a break off. Break off. Golly, what's wrong with me? We're going to be taking a week off next week uh, because it will be Christmas on next Friday. Good grief. Christmas next Friday. Can you believe it? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. So have a Merry Christmas. Um, the next episode you'll listen to will be our first one for the new year. So, um, enjoy sure. being with your families. Be safe and we'll see you in the new year. Uh-huh.